The North Carolina pork industry plays an important role in supporting rural communities across our state. The pork industry contributes more than $10 billion a year to our state's economy and supports more than 44,000 jobs, primarily in small rural communities across eastern North Carolina. Learn more at ncpork.org, the North Carolina Pork Council, the foundational partner for the North Carolina Sports Network. We're joined now by Clyde Christensen, North Carolina football playing legend. Now he's back on the staff with Mac Brown, following 24 years in the National Football League, 17 before that in college football. And Clyde, what does it feel like to be back in Chapel Hill, back on the campus? You know what? It, uh, it's been the fountain of youth. I've, uh, it, it makes you feel young again and some great memories and to be around college kids and uh I always tease. I went from a from a forty five year old quarterback to a twenty uh, one year old. He just turned you know twenty one or something. So uh, it, but it's really been fun. It's been fresh and it's been new. It's been kind of exciting. I I think probably I used to always tease and say someday at the end of this whole thing, I'd love to go back to North Carolina and just have some role and you know just have a place to go hang out and contribute in some tiny way and bring my grandkids over here and watch girls events and be a part of a campus and uh and i'll be darned if the lord didn't kind of provide it kind of exactly like that so coach brown's been great to me and uh you sure enough we got the grandkids all in winston-salem and durham so it's really been a fun deal i've really really enjoyed it tell me this clyde i know because i was there a year ago and uh, and i was in a very similar role to what you're in Tell me about your interaction on a day-to-day basis with the staff and, and what your role is so the fans out there that can, can understand that here we have a guy that's Coach Peyton Manning that, and all the people that you've coached through the years, and now all of a sudden you're what we call out there a volunteer assistant coach. So explain your role, please, a little it's been pretty neat. They've, uh, they've been great to me. And uh, Coach Lindsay, the offensive coordinator, I work hand-in-hand hand with him and uh, sit through all the quarterback meetings. I can contribute in there and then and then just kind of throw in my two cents at practice. And I can't technically be hands-on, but, you know, some, there, there's been an awful lot of uh, awful close to hands-on things that come up. And so it, it, it's it, uh, scratched the football itch for me. It's a uh, I pour a lot of time into the backup quarterbacks that maybe in the backup receivers and some of the guys who, you know, maybe Coach Lindsey and some of the guys don't have time to work with. And I was hoping that they would uh, okay it completely where you could just right. coach. That, that, right. that was supposed to come up for a vote and it didn't. So, uh, so I, we, we, we tight wire, we high wire that, uh, that fine line of coaching and not coaching, but it, it's, it's been good and I've enjoyed it and, and uh, in some small way, hope I've contributed a little bit. And and uh, Coach Lindsey um, has been terrific to me. I sit through the game plan meetings. I work the first half and throw, bring my ideas like everybody else. And uh, and uh, but it's it's been a learning curve for me, frankly. Just the the college game is so different. Just even just the hashes and the and the numbers and the and the landmarks on the field. You know, I've I've been in you know as 25 plus years in the NFL and just, you know, and just 
looking out at the field. I, the first couple practice, I thought we, I thought we were missing a white out, and there he was, way out there. You know, felt like sixty yards away from me out there on the, you know, on the other sideline with the big splits. And uh, so it's, it's been a, it's, a, it's a different game. It's a, it's, it's a learning curve, which, which has kind of been refreshing and again fun. So slowly but surely, I've tried to be able to contribute a little bit. <laughs> more each each week and as you learn a little bit more and you, you always want to be a little bit careful not to jump in that whatever was maybe good with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers doesn't make it good for the Carolina Tar Heels you know and you don't want to jump in and yeah. and and, uh, and just waste a bunch of time talking about something that just doesn't fit here and uh, so I've listened more than I've done anything and just learned more than I've probably given away and uh and hopefully at some point it'll it'll swing over where I can hopefully add a add a little bit. The, the, the average fan out there has no idea how much six yards, three yards on each back mark, how much it influences the entire game, whether it's a middle of the field game and whether it's a hash mark game. So it's unbelievable how much that changes the focus of the game. It's it's a it's different. I I, I always laugh that uh you know. Brady didn't like to throw wide side hitches because he felt like for five yards it was too risky. And now these things feel like to throw a hitch in college from the far hash wide side <laughs> feels like it's a 63-yard throw for a five-yard gain. So it is, you know, I've been the, – the pro game really just stays in the middle. You really don't have to worry about hashes. Right. You, don't, you don't worry about wide side, short side much. There's very few concepts that you have to be careful of that and completely opposite in college where where – the wide side and the short, the short side's really short, and there's not a lot of room to do a whole bunch of stuff. And the wide side's extremely wide, and and uh, and then just with the passing game, always just landmarks are so important, and just just learning where 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 is that distribution on that wide side on the college field has been been interesting for me. Coach, you have worked with some of the greats in terms of NFL quarterbacks: Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, Jameis Winston. What were the common denominators among those great quarterbacks that helped them become what they did do in the NFL? Yeah, you know, the, the thing I found in all of those guys is they had a figure-it-out factor to win a football game. It always took different ways, but they had they had a way to figure out a way to win, and, a, and they also had a way to kind of rally people toward winning Tom and, uh, you know, they they just all have a different style, but they get to the same spot. And uh, they, you know, uh, Peyton was extremely anal, and he was on all the details from Monday through Saturday, Sunday, all the way to the game. Tom was a lot more relaxed, and if it didn't look really good on Wednesdays, hey, we're fine. We got three days. We'll get this thing cleaned up. And so every all of them have different styles, but boy, by game time, they are so ready to go, and they compete like heck, and they. Uh, they just find a way to to get the people around them into a situation where you can win a game. It, it, it was really a pleasure to be around those guys, just to watch them work and and how they do it, how they rally the troops. I've, I've always thought I've always loved the quarterback position because it's so unique that you you know you you get in a huddle and you you got all different colors and all different. You got valid Victorians and you got guys who flunked out school and you got you know you know you just you got all these different personalities you got egomaniacs and you got humble guys and you you know you just you know i think the only thing that i think of ever i've seen that's comparable would be the service you know we're on a ship where you have everything from 
nuclear engineers to high school dropouts, you know? And so, so it was, um, you know, for, for me, that position to see them try and take 10 guys, make them into a unit, figure out a way to move the ball down the field. That has always been one of the really fun things about my job. Really one of the things I get a kick out of having played the position at a low level and also now just to watch those guys do it at a high level. One of the things that I think has probably evolved a great deal since you were in the college game years ago where you did spend 17 years before going to the NFL has got to be the transfer portal and name, image, and likeness. And in a lot of ways, you might be able to help North Carolina as much as with X's and O's and just having to deal with some of those personality challenges and the issues that may come up in a locker room. I mean, you're used to guys getting paid it might not be as a commonplace with a lot of the guys that you call peers now at Carolina on that football coaching staff. No, it is true. And, you know, that was what I was like, even, even I didn't mention it, but you, in the huddle, you got one guy making $30 million and you got one guy making 450,000, you know, and now, now in college, you're going to go, you're, we're going through the same things and it, and it's hard stuff because all of a sudden you have, you know, you have your, right guard who's not making as much as the left guard he might be playing better than him and uh, you know the same in in pro football it's you know maybe a fourth rounder's playing better than your first round pick and and so there's all those there's all these dynamics i don't think it's ever been harder to get people to play as a team and just check everything at the door and just go play football it's 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 hard it's really really hard and now you have free agency coming into college and so it's new faces and you got to learn your teammates. You got to learn the system fast. You got to adapt the system to who you pick up. So it, it really has gotten more and more like the NFL and, uh, and some of it good and some of it not so good, you know, not some of it, some of it, some of the negatives that, uh, you know, you just, you know, I think college football used to be just kind of pure, you know, you kind of played it and, and you got your education played for, but you know, it's gotten complicated and it's, I guess in some uh, some ways it's better for the players that they do have a chance to, you know, it's a little more fair and they do share in some of the profits. But but overall, it's I think it's 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 difficult. It's you're, you're going to see it, you know. I'm like I'm like the average fan at free agent. You know, you like your same guy playing quarterback for your team all five years. You don't want to see him, you know, wait first this year and Notre Dame the next year. I I grew up a Los Angeles Rams and I went. I want to, you know, it was hard to see, you know, Ron Jaworski go, and now, now he's, you know, he's your your guy who you're watching, and next thing you know, he's playing for the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, and and uh, and uh, you know, just just people moving around, and uh, so so, uh, but I think it, it's it's here to stay. It's not going to go back again, and so I think everyone's adjusting, and I've been really impressed with Coach Brown. It's amazing how quick he how he does it, and I think that's where kind of a veteran coach slash CEO has an advantage just because he's he's seen so many experiences and he's any he, any he, and he has a maturity level that you know that he's been doing it so long that uh you know he, he's really it's I, i'm amazed how well he does it and how hard it is and how much energy it takes and, and he just he just keeps doing it day after day after day and keeps these guys hanging together and playing together sport clips is like no other place you've ever gotten your haircut sports everywhere TVs everywhere playing sports and guy smart stylists who know how to give you the haircut you want and the haircut you need. You don't ever need an appointment. Walk-ins are welcome and you'll walk out feeling like an MVP guaranteed. 
Be sure to ask about the MVP experience as it's something you just can't put into words. Awesome haircut, hot steam towel, invigorating shampoo, neck and shoulder treatment. It takes a haircut and turns it into an event. Sport Clips, a proud partner of the North Carolina Sports Network. Well, you know what, Clyde? It's interesting. I, I have the uh, I have the benefit that I was there for two years and being around Drake and seeing his development and seeing where he is at this point in time. With your background through all the great quarterbacks that you've coached and that you've been with, give give the fans out there and all of us a little bit of insight into the strengths that that you think Drake has as he moves forward and moves toward the next level of his career. Yeah, I think Drake's really, really, really special. I think the the trait that you, you love, just especially in light of our just finishing those discussions, is just his humility, you know, just that he works, he's hungry, he doesn't think overly highly of himself. He kind of elevates teammates ahead of himself. And uh, the, 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 those guys who do it well long, you know, year after year after year have that I, I think one of the traits they have is a humility about them and uh and uh and drake has that he also has you know i always used to say that peyton had a pentium processor that hadn't been hadn't been developed or created yet you know he just could take so much information and process it so fast and use it now a lot of people can memorize and a lot of people can recall right. but to be able to put it into use that you could tell peyton through his headset hey you know here comes the free safety blitz, and in a blink of an eye, he's going to check to a different play and throw a touchdown pass. Now, you could tell 90% of those quarterbacks the same thing, and it's going to freeze them up, and they're going to, and they're not going to be able to use the information. So he is, you know, and I think Drake has that same trait that he, he has a, an ability to just process a lot of information extremely quickly. When it comes to the sideline, it's amazing how much he saw on the whole field and where everyone was and what took place and uh, just his awareness and, and, and kind of his processing of information. So those would be the things I think. And then just a, just a outstanding work ethic and then the stuff everyone sees that he's a good athlete that he, you know, he can make plays with his legs. And, and uh, I think he's, everyone asked to compare me. He, he just, he's a lot like Andrew Luck was that he's a extremely bright, extremely humble and a lot better athlete than you really think he is. You know, he's, 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 no doubt. he's good athlete that you know luck used to break through and you'd think the linebackers or the safeties were going to run him down and you just outrun them and drake's kind of the same thing someone may have an angle and you just go wow you know he, he outran that guy and uh, so um he's got a <clears throat> he's got a big future ahead of him and and uh hopefully we we play eight more or more more good games coming up here he's playing extremely well you know, I think the other thing for the position is just what he had to do to adjust to losing his number one receiver. And and I think, you know, sometimes that'll throw a young guy for a loop. Even in the NFL, all of a sudden you lose, you, you lose your go-to guy. And uh, and when you lose your go-to guy, some guys can't cope. And uh, the guys who really do it year after year just have an ability to just take whatever hand you give them, figure it out, and play it well and give yourself a chance to win games. And uh, Drake's been that way. You know, we, we, we lost our top receiver and, uh, and, uh, and he just keeps trucking. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't mess him up. And, and I think that's another trait that's, that's really been impressive about him. 
How important is Nate McCollum to what you guys are doing? I go back to the first game that he's a starter, and you and he catches 15 balls in the game. Yeah. So uh, obviously he's quite important to what's going on, and Drake feels very comfortable with a slot receiver just like John's Josh Downs that yeah. can make plays for him. So if you could elaborate on that with uh, with how Nate fits into what, what where we're going with the with the Carolina offense down the road. Yeah, I think that you know most quarterbacks you just need someone. You need you know the two the friends to the quarterback are that slot receiver the tight end and the back, you know, a good back. If, if if one or two of those guys can have some twitch and work the middle of the field and give you some easy throws and work on backers, which is kind of a mismatch, then, you know, that, that that's that's ideal for the quarterback. And Nate's probably the twitchiest of our receivers, you know, like Downs was last year, that he can take a little right. five-yard, you know, burger route where you're in and out or something and, and just take it and then run with it. And uh, he loves football. We were missing him there at South Carolina. So we didn't, didn't have him on the opening day, but he's, he's, we're just figuring out more and more ways to get him the football. And I think the biggest thing he brings is just, just a quickness, you know, that, you know, that he's a, he's a mismatch. He's good on those little screens and bubbles and things where he can throw it to him behind the line of scrimmage and he'll take the thing. And, you know, next thing, you know, you're second and two, you know, and all you did was throw a little, bubble screen or something so that that's a that's an important guy that you don't have to you know that you you don't have to throw it 16 yards up the field to gain 16 yards you can throw it five yards and gain 16 yards and that's what he gives us i think the other interesting thing Clyde, as we go as, as we move forward into this is that drake's ability to run with the football uh and how much will his ability to do that enter into as we enter into the ACC season, I notice as I, as I watch the games that he has not been nearly as involved as the run in the running game as he has been in the past. I, I don't know if that's Chip's philosophy or not, but he's such a good runner as we move forward. He reminds me so much of Daniel Jones, who yeah. is we will see Playton uh, with the, with the New York Giants. So uh, fill us in on that a little bit, if you could, Clyde. Yeah, like and and it may be my influence, but I, I you know like I the, you know we saw at the end of the Duke game that that both levels, college and and in the NFL, the quarterbacks are going down right and left, and they're and these yeah. young guys playing a little. You know, there's something really admirable about their recklessness. But it's reckless, you know, like you can't play reckless. Yeah. And, you know, that that was always the hardest teach. And I think it's going to be the hardest teach with Drake also now. And, you know, just, hey, when to take a chance, when to take a hit, you know, when not to, when to just know that the journey's over and throw a ball away and get down. And uh, and uh, I think he's he's learning it, I, you know, but it, it's I think it's epidemic right now. And then the one thing you do know, without your starting quarterback, your chance of winning goes way, way, way down and you're just seeing it everywhere right that indy you know a couple of these rookie guys the panthers lost their guy for a couple games uh indianapolis lost their high pick for a couple games you know rogers is down his wasn't from being reckless but like you just have to you really do one of the key things is keep them healthy you want them to play well but you also got to keep them healthy and uh for the nfl guys that's you know that that can be 21 to 24 games you know for us you know, we need Drake healthy. So just trying to be smart on when we run him, how we run him, you know, and then him 
also having a responsibility and a, and a, and a discipline to, to take care of himself. We always talk about, you know, hey, you got to protect the quarterback and the quarterback's got to help protect the quarterback. It's not just the line. It's, you know, it's the receivers getting open on time. It's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's backs picking up linebackers. It, no you know, doubt. It's, and no and doubt. it's the quarterback getting that ball out of there. And it's the quarterback knowing when to just, you know, go feed on, get out. You know, there's just a time you just got to know that it, the play's dead and it didn't happen. <laughs> Excuse me. And, uh, you know, and, and so I think that's, we're seeing, I think that's going to be a huge topic, you know, at, at all levels here. It already is, but even more so now as the season gets longer and these quarterbacks are a little bit, just they come out of these running offenses and spread offenses and where you've scrambled and you have open edges so much and and, and outside pass rushers are you know moving you off your spot so i think i think it's it's unique so i think he is we're trying to you know be responsible be be responsible with him and when we do use his legs now he's he's made a couple huge third down conversions with his legs Big time. And you don't want to take that away from them either. You need them. You need that. And that's one of the big things he brings. But somewhere it's a really hard thing. And and sometimes I feel like I haven't figured out how to coach that correctly yet. It's a it's a really, really hard teach. Andrew Luck had to say it was very similar to Drake, that he just, you know, he just never wanted to give up on a play. You know, he did you know, it's hard to teach a guy, hey, you know, there's a time to give up on a play. That that's their minds don't work that way. You know, they 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 just they're gonna try and shrug off two pass rushers and run over a linebacker and then outrun the safety. You know, like it, it just, yeah. you know, it, it just doesn't, it's, it's not good for your health, so, especially in the NFL. At some point they're going to get you. And, uh, and uh, so it's a, uh, that's an interesting topic and one that I haven't been able to, I don't have the full answer to it yet. Well, I can understand that. I, I from 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 my limited experience in the NFL and, and and many years in college football, I understand exactly where you're coming from, and I understand with the ability that Drake has and what he brings to the table. Hell, he was a leading rusher on the team last year, so uh, so he's uh, he's a critical part of uh, of the offense. But I don't from midget league. To the NFL, I don't know many teams that win on a very high level without a big-time quarterback. So no, let's keep right. him standing up and let's keep him healthy. And the Duke game, I mean, it, it, it made my heart hurt at the end of that Duke game. No now, doubt. He, no he, doubt. he reckless. That just happened. But, you know, they had run, you know, that they do make, you know, like most of us, you make a living, you know, with that, counting on that guy running the ball and getting hit some. And, and uh Gosh, and then that's that's the downside of it, that, that, that it can happen. Sport Clips is like no other place you've ever gotten your haircut. Sports everywhere. TVs everywhere playing sports. And guy smart stylists who know how to give you the haircut you want and the haircut you need. You don't ever need an appointment. Walk-ins are welcome, and you'll walk out feeling like an MVP, guaranteed. Be sure to ask about the MVP experience as it's something you just can't put into words. Awesome haircut, hot steam towel, invigorating shampoo, neck and shoulder treatment. It takes a haircut and turns it into an event. Sport Clips, a proud partner of the North Carolina Sports Network. We're talking with Clyde Christensen here on the North Carolina Sports Network. Mike Waddell along with Coach Jim Collins and Let's go back to the Wayback Machine here, Clyde. When you were wearing number 10, you were in Carolina blue and white. 
And if I'm not mistaken, you came in from Fresno and the JUCO ranks. So you had a different offense there in 1976. Then you had a different offense in 1977 with Bill Dooley, and then a third offense in three years in 1978 with North Carolina's new head coach, Dick Crum. So you were having to adjust in a lot of different ways, not only on the field, but with some spectacular personalities that were in Chapel Hill at the time. So no more football. Just give us some fun stories or a fun story about your time as a player in Chapel Hill yeah. under the old trench fighter and the math professor, Dick Crump. There you go. I uh, I tease these quarterbacks. Like we literally, we won the ACC under Coach Dooley and we did not have any drop back. There was no drop back system. I said, you know, like there wasn't a drop back pass. Like there, there was no such drop back pass, which these guys can't fathom, but it was all just full sprint and half sprint. And he had about three routes and, and, uh, you know, we didn't throw the ball very much, so that 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 would be the one funny thing I think back now that I got. We didn't even have one. We didn't have a drop back pass, but probably the fun. You know, the fun thing is, you know, you just so many great memories and people who came through here. And you know, I was coordinating the offense, running the offense down there at the Dolphins, probably two or three, four years ago, I guess now. And I'm, you know, we're out there in warmups, and I'm just tossing the ball back and forth with Tanny, you know. And all of a sudden, I hear, uh, you know, out of just a booming voice. You stunk then, and you stunk now. And I look over, and there's Lawrence Taylor, you know, and he's he's screaming at, you know. And he was a, when I had transferred here. One of the probably the the hardest to believe stories that anyone now at this point in my life. When I say, yeah, you know, I lived with Lawrence Taylor. We were in the same suite, and and <laughs> had a great friendship, and, and 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 that that makes people scratch their head. But uh, you know, just to run into to Lawrence down there in Miami, and just you know, just that those are the great memories. It's been fun being back here. That not a week goes by that someone doesn't stop by the office who you played with and who I just I haven't been able to get. You know, being a coach, you just you aren't able to get back to games. Yeah, I haven't been back to a homecoming game. I haven't been back to a reunion. I haven't been back to. I haven't been. You know, when I get here, it's kind of the off season, and then so one of the special things about doing this is being here and just just running into different people and. Uh, you know, who, who you played with and, and having your football season tied to college a little bit more. So that's been, that's been awesome. And then, you know, so that, that would, that would be my, there, there's one funny story of, of a trillion and uh, you know, mo, mo, most of everything that goes on now at our age is lies and exaggerations. So, <laughs> so probably mm. I, with all these guys, when they come back through here, I, they're they're saying stuff. I, I go, I, I I don't remember that. <laughs> That's not quite how I remember it, you know. And uh, so, so, uh, but a bunch of fun. Been been a bunch. I, I came from California. I was a guy who just had never traveled much, and you know, was looking for a college town. And Chapel Hill fit the bill, and and uh, I figured I'd always go back to California and live. And it was my chance to see the East Coast, and just you know, I always wanted to live in a in a town where it was a college town and of course chapel hill fit that bill so for me it was really special then and it's special now and uh it didn't the plan didn't quite work out i married a girl from winston-salem met a met a southern bell and uh and the world's greatest wife ever and uh and and been here on the east coast and never made it back to california much since so uh other than just to visit so uh my plan my plan the plan worked out better than i intended and uh so it, it really has been kind of a home, a home for me as an adult. So 
Clyde Christensen. Coach, thank you very much for being with us here on the uh, North Carolina Sports Network. And good luck this weekend against the uh, Orange of Syracuse. Uh, Coach Babers has that team uh, playing pretty well. Hopefully, defensively, you will have the, uh, the best along with Coach Lindsey, Coach Brown, and the rest of the staff. It should be a great game. 3.30 kickoff at Keenan Stadium between the Orange and the Tar Heels. Be a great test. Let's. I look forward to doing this more times and and uh, seeing you guys much more now that we're back home a little bit.